Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris. Lindsay, how are you feeling now that we're just two days away from the NFC Championship game? It's been just a crazy week. It's It feels like it went by really fast and very slowly at the same time. I think the anticipation <laughs> of the game is uh, starting to get to everybody around here, including me. So looking forward to uh, getting on the plane and just uh, – hopefully getting a win under our belt. We'll see how it all shakes out. Yeah, I feel you. The anticipation is just building. So I'm excited to see how this game plays out. And I know the guys are ready to get out there and handle business. But let's take a look at this matchup. I think through the lens of each phase. So starting with the defense, all week we've been hearing about Jalen Hurts and how successful he's been leading Philadelphia's offense. He's got a really strong offensive line protecting him and elite offensive weapons to get the team downfield like wide receiver A.J. Brown and running back Miles Sanders, who are both Pro Bowl players this year. So the Eagles offense can attack you with the pass. They can attack you with the run. They could also get Jalen Hurts to run it himself. How are the 49ers defense going to defend a do-it-all offense like Philadelphia's and what's going to be their key to success in this game? Yeah, I think one of the things we've heard all week is that Philly is built similarly to the San Francisco 49ers just because they do have such a multitude of weapons pretty much in every position group um, and certainly on the offensive unit. I think the biggest thing for the defense is going to be containing Jalen Hurts because, as you mentioned, he is very much a do-it-all quarterback. He's incredibly mobile. He closed out the regular season with, I believe, 760 rushing yards. He can rush for a first down if you need it, um, and he can break off for a long run too. And I think the key, and this is not a knock on his arm because his passing game is also elite, but I think the key for the 49ers defense is going to be to keep him in the pocket and apply a lot of pressure. Uh, Not so dissimilar from the approach they had for the Dallas Cowboys. They had constant pressure on Dak Prescott, certainly threw him off his game, and you're sort of hoping for the same result there. You obviously want linebackers and, you know, your secondary linebackers are probably going to have to step in in the coverage portion just because Jalen Hurts can throw the ball deep as well. It's just about sticking to assignments um, and just making sure, I think, too, that uh, the game doesn't get too big. You know, as talented as the Philadelphia Eagles are, I mean, they're going up against the top-ranked defense All of the things are there. I think Nick Bosa is due for a sack, Um, you know, hasn't had one in the postseason yet. Um, He's been very, very constantly applying pressure to quarterbacks, but I think he's due for a big game. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, definitely just want to make sure that Jalen Hurts doesn't have a productive game on the ground or in the air. Yeah, we heard it from D'Amico Ryans. I think all throughout the season, it's not about playing hero ball. It's about sticking to your assignments. So we'll see, you know, if the Niners defense can be disciplined on Sunday. But here's what defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans had to say about defending the Eagles offense, especially with the threat of a running quarterback. There has to be a, a good balance with, you know, the shot plays and the running, like, 
when you're responsible for those shot plays, mainly our, our corners and safeties on the outside, you know, we know the challenge that we have this week and guys have to go up and be able to make a play. And they get opportunities when the ball is up. It's an opportunity for us to go up and make the play. And that's how, that's how I view it. And when it comes to him scrambling around, right, that's uh, all 11. Right? It starts with our, our D-line being where they're supposed to be and guys who are responsible to go get the quarterback. We just have to do our job. No, we can't make a bigger deal out of it than it is. Everybody has to do their job, be where they're supposed to be. And we play defense as all 11 groups swarming. That's what's going to help us you know, defend the quarterback running. Now let's look at the 49ers offense and how they're game planning for Sunday's game. They'll be up against a defense that, again, has talent at every level. What's the best way San Francisco's offense should attack a defense like that? Where does it all start? You know, I think multiple answers for this question as well. I think it's going to be very, very important for San Francisco's offensive line to make sure to protect Brock Purdy. Uh, he was only sacked a couple times in the last playoff game, um, and that was probably the best defensive front that the 49ers have seen to date. Um, and this week, that defensive front takes another step up. The Philadelphia Eagles are stacked on the defensive line in particular. That team has 70 sacks on the year, uh, and a ton of their players are in double-digit territory in terms of sacks. So I think defending Brock Purdy, making sure he actually has time to throw. Um, he's pretty elusive on his own, too. If he needs to get out, he will. Um, but just giving him as much time as possible in that pocket so he can um, you know, have a solid passing game. And then, again, we don't want to stray away from what Kyle Shanahan loves to do. 40 is always that magic number for carries in terms of the ground game. I think getting Elijah Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey uh, going early, that always helps set up the offense in the passing game really well. So I think they're looking to strike an even balance, which is pretty much the approach for every game. Um, and that's one thing we've heard emphasized a lot as well. It's not necessarily about changing what they're doing because obviously that's been a recipe for success for the 49ers. It's just making sure they can run it effectively against a very talented Philadelphia Eagles defense. Yeah, definitely. We know that the run game is the driving force of the 49ers offense. So how is our running backs room looking? Any updates on injuries from Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, and not to leave out our wide back Debo Samuel? Yeah, so at least uh, I think despite Elijah Mitchell and Christian McCaffrey not practicing on Thursday, um, Kyle Shanahan is optimistic, and we heard it straight from Christian McCaffrey yesterday. There is zero chance that he is not playing in Sunday's game. So I think particularly for Christian McCaffrey, it's more about taking the mental reps this week rather than a heavier physical load as he is working through that calf injury. Elijah Mitchell is dealing with a groin issue as well. Um, at the start of the week, uh, Kyle Shanahan said that he was hoping to have them both back uh, for Sunday. Haven't heard any updates as to that changing. So 
I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's all going to work out. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. Debo Samuel, I feel optimistic about as well. He wasn't scheduled to practice on Wednesday and did end up practicing in a limited capacity. We saw him out on the field yesterday as well. So I think things are headed in the right direction, but we will hear from Kyle Shanahan later today with that final injury report ahead of the weekend. So stay tuned for more details there. Perfect. So each game has been a big game for Brock Purdy since he's stepped into this offense, but the stakes get higher each and every round the team advances, and it's like he has to prove himself in pretty much every game he plays. What have you seen from Brock, and how is he preparing for a championship Sunday? You know, I think with Brock, it's about keeping the routine exactly the same. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right, is the saying, and one thing we've noticed about Brock Purdy throughout this entire process and as the stakes continue to get higher for this team, he is so incredibly poised, cool, calm, collected. I know I say it a lot, but I think he does an amazing job of just not making the moment too big. At the end of the day, it's all about playing football and That's something he has a lot of experience doing at the college level, and he's certainly getting his reps now. He's only getting more comfortable in Kyle Shanahan's offense and creating more and more chemistry with the playmakers on offense. Um, And I think it's just about putting your head down and grinding it out this week, and that seems to be exactly what he's doing. Um, His teammates have described him as very studious, and I don't think that that has changed. So, yeah, I think it's a lot of a lot of it is exactly the same and it's kind of the boring answer, but it really has been what has been fueling the 49ers to success. So they really don't want to deviate too much from what's been working for them. No, definitely, it's true. Here's what head coach Kyle Shanahan had to say about Brock Purdy's performance so far in his preparation for the NFC Championship game. Uh, he's been great. I mean, he um he just tries to soak it in throughout the week. I mean, it's always harder on Wednesdays when you get so much and you're not going to get it right then. And he doesn't seem to over panic about it. He takes each rep, walk through the meetings, every clip we show. You can just tell he is locked in and just building up information all the time. And um, that's what you want players and coaches to do. It's never a final product on Wednesday, but um, you work your butt off throughout the week. And usually by Saturday night, it's pretty clear. And that's what he's shown. He's been able to handle the pressure throughout the week because sometimes it's you want to go out there and look great for all your teammates, but you don't always know that on Wednesday and Thursday. And you just keep reviewing the tape, keep going through the looks, and you make sure you're there Saturday night so you can sleep comfortably and wake up extremely confident. All right, now we can't leave out our special teams. Just looking back at our playoff runs so far and our previous playoff runs in last season and the years before, in down-to-the-wire games, the special teams unit could really make or break the contest. I know you talked with George Odom and Demetrius Flanagan-Fowles yesterday. What did you hear from them about the 49ers special teams unit, and what do we need from them in this game on Sunday? Yeah, I've never – I don't think I've ever heard a special teams unit just – be so hyped about a game. They they truly believe that they are the difference in a lot of very important games, and it's been absolutely true. I think you see that in the Dallas game last week. Just so many contributions from the special teams unit. We had a 53-yard return. Robbie Gold went four for four on field goal kicks. Um, and, you know, just a lot of great special teams tackles from George Odom, who is – the who ended the year as the special teams leading tackler across the league. So super impressive. Um, one thing that they said that 
like the defense likes to zero in on takeaways, the special teams unit is really, really focusing on hidden yardage this week. They want to be able to set up their team in the best field position possible, make those tackles and set the Eagles back. Um, so I think that's what they're really, really keying in on. And it's, um, it is really a huge difference maker. I mean, you go from, you know, a 91 yard a offensive drive to like a 75 yarder and it, it makes all the difference. So um, that's their area of emphasis. I think they've done a really good job this year. And I can tell you, they are very, very hyped to be playing in the enthusiastic uh, environment of Philly. I think that's probably the nice way to say it. <laughs> yep. Whoever wins in Philly will punch their ticket to Super Bowl 57. Lindsay, are you prepared to be in that setting and ready for that? Yeah, I've heard some really uh, funny and kind of quirky stories about Lincoln Financial Field. I have never um, watched a game there, so I'm super excited uh, to just be going in a working capacity and, um, yeah, and just see what happens. It's a really exciting point of the season, and I think uh, the Philly fans are just as hyped, so it's definitely not going to be a boring game. All right, that'll do it for today. Make sure to tune into the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast every week for exclusive one-on-one interviews on all podcast platforms. Kickoff for the NFC Championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles is at 12 p.m. Pacific time, and you can catch the game on Fox. For more information on the latest team updates, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify. That's it for today, and you can hear from us again for a game recap on Monday morning. Thanks for tuning in.